Welcome to Beyond the Service. This is the place where we have honest and real conversations over faith and life for youth and young adults navigating through all kinds of transitions today. Our hope is that you will be able to grow deeper in your faith in God through the discussion that we share and become the person that God has called you to be. We hope that you will be blessed through this. Hi everyone, welcome back to BTS, Beyond the Service, and I'm John, the Young Adults Pastor here at Grace Assembly of God. And today, instead of me um, being the person that hosts this service, we have someone very special, and she is none other than our GAP intern, GAP, which stands for Grace Apprenticeship Program. She's interning with us uh, for nine months, uh, and who knows where God will lead from there. Hopefully, she will, will continue with us uh, to, to do full-time and serve the, the church. But she's none other than Samantha Lowe, and we know her as Sam Lowe. And she's here. She will lead this episode um, from what happened last week at service. So let's give Sam all the support and the love. Sam, would you lead us this week? Hi, everyone. My name is Sam, and it's really such a privilege to be able to be here today with Pastor John to just be on this podcast. And also, I hope that this is a space that will let you hear more of the pastoral heartbeat and also really the experiences that we have had and how God has been so present for us and, you know, for the future guests that will come on this podcast as well. So yeah, today I'll be interviewing Pastor John and this is coming off uh, his sermon on Love Obeys, which he preached last weekend. As you all know, the church is currently on a sermon series entitled Love Incorporated based on the Epistles of John. And so Pastor John himself preached last week and some of y'all might remember that we actually had a pre-sermon activity, which was to get the congregation to go on Mentimeter and actually to just describe um, words, uh, describe words to, to, to relate to the topic of hate. And right. yeah, you know, we, we see you, you know, RH Memes account that was asking why we haven't addressed it yet. We see you. Thank you for the support. We love it. Keep it coming. Keep yeah. it coming, you know. And yeah, we, we just wanted to have some time together today to maybe break, break down these ideas, maybe to share a bit more um, on, a, on a personal note. And also, more importantly, I think point us back to Christ and also what he is inviting us into. La. Yeah, so, you know, you know, Pastor John, I was just, when I was preparing for the podcast, I was reading through the entire passage and meditating on it. And I was like, wow, actually every single verse in this passage of scripture, right, is, you know, it's like solid stuff. <laughs> That's the it's best loaded, way I can put loaded. it. Yeah, it's gold, you know, but every single one of them, it's calling us, it's beckoning us, it's inviting us and uh, you know, I, I think just as an opener, like when, when you're preparing or even maybe right now, what was a verse in this passage that really stood out to you? Yeah. So one of the verses that really stood out for me when I was reading this, actually there were a couple. Um, the first one was that if you do not, uh, when John writes to the community, he says, uh, if we say that we know him, then we will keep his commands. But um, so that verse three alone is so loaded. They're saying that if I don't keep or obey God's commands, it means that I do not know him. I do not know mm. God himself. Mm. And the, the other one that, that really stood out for me is um, verse 10. that says, whoever loves his brother is in the light and in him there is no cause for stumbling. And I remember uh, talking about how the word stumble is actually in the original Greek, it, it means scandalon, like all the word that comes, uh, uh, we know today as scandal. 
mm-hmm. uh, it trips other people up. It, you're mm-hmm. causing, it, it's not just about you yourself stumbling, it's about you causing others to stumble a, as well. Mm-hmm. So if we are not in the light, if we do not love our brother and sister, we mm-hmm. actually cause not just ourselves, but others to yeah. stumble as well. So I, I think it's, it's a, a very serious thing that John is trying to bring to the, the, the readers who are reading what he's writing, especially mm-hmm. verse 11 as well, also stood out a lot that says, whoever hates his brother is in darkness, which means that in that time, there were Christians, there were people who, who claimed to follow Jesus, who claimed to love God, who claimed to know him. And yet, John is saying that the moment you do not love your brother, the moment you lack in love for your mm. brother and sister, you are in darkness, you are walking in darkness and you are blinded by whatever is around you. Mm. So there are people who can claim that we are Christians or claim that we are believers of God and yet we can still live in darkness. Mm. And, and that's a, a very scary thing for us to grapple with. La. So these are a few verses, uh, two or three verses that really stood out as I was reading and preparing for um, this message. Yeah, and you know, and just as you were sharing, I, I really felt that, you know, on my own personal meditations, that like verses 9 to verses 11 on anyone who claims in the light, but uh, claims to be in the light, but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. You know, that these three verses are actually a very practical evaluation, actually, of the passage that comes before, you know, from verses 3 to 8, because it really challenges you in a specific manner to think about whether you have you really know God and whether you love him and whether that light that is supposed to be in you is shining you know and it mm. it tests your understanding in that sense so I love that that connection that you made you know over there and but I was also thinking right you know mm. like and, and personally it's like wow it's so difficult yes, it <laughs> you is. know it's so difficult and I think a lot of us we might actually unconsciously fall into that you know as opposed you know, I, you know, hate in our English language is actually a very strong word. I don't think I have used it a lot in my life as well. You know, but um, when I was, you know, from the Mentimeter results, you know, some of them they were saying words like um, it's painful and it's dislike, it's ungodly, it's detestable, and yeah, you know, all of this. I I I think these are very quick um, associations we can make the idea of hate but certain things that came forth you know in menti in the, in the mentimeter results were that you know something like emotional bypassing i was like wow our mm. young our, our, our young people are you know are, are really considering beyond just that immediate association and then there's also words like apprehension there's words like disillusionment so you know it's not um so extreme in the sense that yeah. uh you would think hate to be. And that so that brought me to that idea of, oh man, so does this mean that in my life I actually may be hating more people than I think I, I actually do or actually reflecting that emotion more mm. than I thought I am. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, Pastor, what are your thoughts on that? Very, very good point that you brought up. Um and I and as I was studying this passage, actually um you notice that the author, the Apostle John, when he wrote this, right, he, he has this theme of just very extreme spectrums. Like it's just yes or no, light and darkness, truth and lies, um, love and hate. So he, he doesn't draw a middle ground. He doesn't draw a, a, like a gray area or middle ground that most of us will identify with. And, and naturally, my instance, when I read this, I'll be asking like, um, 
what about, you know, I love but I don't have to love so much. Is that still considered love? Or if I don't hate him, I just don't really like this person. And, yeah. and I believe that's what most of us would even grapple with when we read this passage. Yeah. However, the truth is that the Apostle John is really encouraging us as believers in Christ that when we say that we have received God's love, when we say that we understand His commands, that's why the whole earlier portion of this passage in verse 3 to 6 talks about if you know Him, you obey His commands. And he points that command to John 13, 34, uh, 35, John 15, you know, abiding in Him. All this is talking about if Jesus saying, as I have loved you, now go and love one another. He's saying, a new command I give to you that you will love one another so that the world will know that you are my disciples. And so John is painting this picture that love is not meant to, you know, like uh, find different levels or different middle grounds mm. or like um, maybe this is uh, passing love. This is the, the uh, intermediate love or extreme love, that kind of thing. He's just saying, when you have a lack of love, it's equivalent to hating your brother. That's literally what he's saying. That's why he said he's, he's pointing us to the passage and saying, what is God's command in this? And I think the best way uh, to study this is to go back to, you know, when Jesus said, love uh, God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. Uh, and then the second command that is just as important as this is to love your neighbor as yourself. And yeah. in the book of Luke, I'm just going to go deeper a bit here. In the book of Luke, Jesus uh, spoke about this and there was a lawyer that came forward and said, um, mm. teacher, so tell us, who then is my neighbor? You know, he, he questions Jesus and Jesus responds by telling the parable of the Good Samaritan. Mm. And I think that is the most important uh, picture in this story. That when, when Jesus talked about the Good Samaritan, he painted a picture of this man who was robbed, beaten and left, to, left for dead on the, on, the, on the path. You know, this pathway that people, uh, common people walk, uh, it's a common place that people walk through. That's why you see the priest going through, a Levite going through and, and then a Samaritan man going through. But out of these three, the priest and the Levite had supposedly religious, knows the law, knows God's commands, yeah. doesn't stop to love. And I won't say that they hated this man. I would say that they were just indifferent. You know, they were just neutral. Like, I don't think I need to stop right now. I've got more important things to do. I don't hate this guy, but I just don't think I have the time to love this person. I don't have the time to look after this person. So they, they cross yeah. over and they pass by this person. But yeah. the person who stops is a Samaritan. And in those days, when you raise the name of a Samaritan or the term Samaritan, the Jewish people will be like, Pui! spit <laughs> and like yeah. oh, we, we don't want to be associated with Samaritans we hate them you know yeah. but Jesus is showing that this Samaritan who stopped and did everything that he could right. he looked after him he cleaned his wounds he brought him to the inn and he paid the innkeeper and said look after him if you need yeah. more let me know I will pay for him yeah. and that is sacrifice yeah. on his part and so yeah. if we look at that, when we look at that picture of how the Samaritan loved a stranger, a, tot a, a person who is a stranger, and he just gave him everything he could to support him, it mm. shows a kind of love that is different from what we would see you know, in today's uh, terms that, you know, I don't really like this person, I, but I, I'm cool. As long as I don't cross paths, I, I don't think I'm mm. hating him. But John yeah. is saying, hey, no, within a community of believers, within yeah. the, the family of faith, there's no such thing as just indifference yeah. we, we need to love one another we yeah. need to show and care and meet the needs of our brother and sister in christ yeah yeah completely agree with you pastor and you know i think the samaritan he really illustrated the what in 
the inconvenience actually, you know, yes. of loving somebody and really exactly. it's going that extra step and really putting yourself out there for um for someone who actually may not do the same for you. Yeah. You know, that that is love and That's right. wow, it, it's such a it's so compelling, you know, and but at the same time, um very practically I'm also thinking, wow, it's so difficult, you know. Yes. And I think something that was really interesting was that um I think today actually we are very open to loving our neighbor. We are very open to loving a stranger. We are very open to helping people. That's right. But actually, maybe sometimes it's really the people with it, with us, you know, yeah. our family, um, our the in, people in our immediate, like, you know, like colleagues, classmates, that sort of thing that we actually, people that we know of, you know, that we kind of know on a certain level that we find difficult to uh, to love law. and I'm just thinking of how like uh, maybe during the circuit breaker you know when like mm. we were forced to just really stay with all these people that it was yeah. very tough like, and I, I don't know whether for listeners out there maybe you, you agree with that and you know maybe this period of um, being together with your family is uh, actually this extended time together is actually very difficult on you to, to love them and I, I think like what you mentioned is very true it's very difficult mm. in 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 all the different circumstances that we face and i think especially in this year alone with so mm. many changes that are happening um mm. the pandemic with uh quarantine with lockdown and then with the loss of jobs with so many stuff that everyone is grappling with um it's very easy for friction to occur it's very yeah. easy for differences to happen between people. Yeah. And I think all the more it's important for us as believers, as followers of Jesus, to really come back to God, to, to start mm-hmm. with our relationship with God first. And that's why Jesus is, is constantly telling us in John 15 that we need to stay connected to Him. We need to abide mm. in Him. Abide is simply staying connected. Staying connected yeah. to the true vine. Yeah. Meaning that Jesus is saying there are fake vines out there that we are trying mm. to connect ourselves to that will not last. But with mm. Him, it will last. With Jesus, yeah. He will constantly deposit into us. He will allow His love to flow in and through us. Not saying that we're going to be perfect. but. Yeah. When we are connected to Him, it's easier for us to receive that love and to give that love because He gave in the first place. So mm. my encouragement for, for those of us uh, you know, who are really struggling you know, to yeah. love and, and to care, don't do it out of your own strength because it yeah. is impossible. I don't think yeah. in my capacity I, I can even do that. But yeah. we need to really come to God and say, God, fill me with your love. I want to stay connected to you. I want to remain in you. It's only in you that I can truly bear fruit and what's yeah. the fruit that we can talk about you know i think i may be deviating here but mm, the fruit we can okay. we can see is really in galatians that yeah. the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control these are yeah. the fruit of the spirit and i believe that is what god wants us to grow in each day to manifest in as we stay connected to the true vine mm. of jesus christ experiencing his love grace and forgiveness that we can extend this out in our lives to mm. others yeah yeah i mean i think like i as i was also preparing for this podcast i really agree what you say pastor you know about how the fruit of the spirit and the growth of that fruit is is really a representation of what the word and how our relationship with god is uh, and just want to encourage you know people out there if you are listening and yeah you know you're really struggling with like hate or even uh, a, a darker deeper emotion and uh just want to encourage you that god god can really redeem it you know and i and He's going to take his time with you. It's going to be painful, I, I think. But okay. at the same time, like, you know, sur- I, I really encourage you to surrender to, to the yes. Lord 
and also let your community know so that your community can walk alongside you. This is that band of brothers and sisters beyond yeah. your, your blood brothers and blood sisters, but that the extra family that you know church as a community provides for you. And yeah, um That's right. Asa, I was I was just wondering, you know, maybe you have any experiences to share for yourself, you know, about how you, you yourself had to maybe overcome indifference, you know, not not hate, but maybe like indifference or just um yeah. Okay, I, I okay. I, I think right. The person that uh, really inspires me to love better and to love people well is really my wife. Like Ria mm. is such a passionate person about God. This is the thing that I always tell her. You are so passionate about God and you are so compassionate towards people. And this is something mm. that I am learning from her mm. um, because I'm so imperfect and, and she's she she's leaps and bounds ahead uh, in mm. that. Uh, area and she, she I, I learned so much from her so she is the one that will always point to me and say that hey you know how are you showing and ex- extending and demonstrating your love towards people you know towards anyone in my life um, and and she's the kind that like when we are out she sees someone by the street or she sees someone in church who probably is like sitting there and, and a bit down she would just straight away just go and talk to that person wow. and encourage that person she's that kind of person wow. uh, and she inspires me so much to like be sensitive to be on the lookout how can mm. I love people how can I care for them how can I mm. you know uh, support people and on- honestly I think it comes from the fact that John 3.16 you know Jesus, uh, God loved, so loved that he gave his only son to mm. Uh, so that we can have life, eternal life, and not perish. So the act of love is really giving, and right. and I would sh- I would ask ourselves today, like, how am I loving people through the way that I give, through the way that I give my time, through the way that I give my resource, maybe even money, even when I'm out there. Uh, there are many times like my wife and I we are out uh, at hawker centers and you know those old folks the senior citizens sometimes they will, uh, will come by and like do you want to buy a tissue pack that kind of thing mm. and we have tons of it because every single time we just want to give and bless and we tell them say don't give us you know don't give uh, we don't even want their tissue anymore because we come to a point that we just want to bless we just want to yeah. give we don't need yeah. the tissue we, we want to bless these people and how are we on the lookout to bless people around us to love mm. them and to care for them in your in your small group, in your church, in wherever you are, do mm. you see somebody in need? Do you see someone who is probably struggling inside? Uh, mm. When's the last time you actually asked someone, hey, how's everything going? Hey, how are mm. you doing, man? Hey, what are you thinking about? Hey, um, yeah. uh, how can I pray for you? And I think mm. these are such important questions to just extend the little bit of love by really yeah. intentionally asking people and mm. checking in with them. And this yeah. is something that I, I've grown in really a lot over the years because right. to my, my wife who, who just showed me what it means to mm. care and love people with action mm. what about you Sam what about you um, like I, I mean because I was talking about how sometimes it's harder for us to love our own family and I, and I can say that because I speak from personal experience and so you know for me like my extended family relations are not very good so I remember there was one time on Chinese New Year um, we took a grab down to like my grandma's place and um, during the grab, it was Chinese New Year, right? But then like, it was a Chinese uncle who was um, standing us. And of course, I just felt like, oh, uncle, ni. like, oh, you don't have to go visiting, blah, blah, blah. And then he was just sharing about his own issues and family breakdown, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, it led to us praying for him in the car, wow. you know. And like, as we were reaching like my grandma's house, and it was so funny, you know, as I was in the lift with going up to my grandma's house, I was like, well, oh, I can't believe that, like, 
I would rather pray for a Grab driver whom I do not know, whom I may never ever meet again, you know, as compared to praying for my extended family, you yes. know, or seeking to do something um, in an act of love for them, Lord. And I think in that quick five, like, you know, like that, in that quick journey up to the fifth floor, it really changed my perspective of how I wanted to be in that gathering because yeah. I mean like I, I and I think some of y'all who know me um who know me personally might know that it's very easy for me to shut off. Yeah, it's very easy for me to be indifferent. You know, it's very easy for me to just yeah. have that, that that look and just let everything just pass me by and all of that. And to to make that active choice law was was difficult and um not and not only because I knew that the response may not be, you know, like I may not get a good response from the people I do it unto. You know, yeah. but at the same time, it's just like then I, I just try my best to do my part in a small way. And every every year, I look for an improvement in the manner and the perspective that I carry towards, you know, my, my extended family. And so if it's any encouragement for you guys out there, it's yes. baby steps, man. You just yeah. take the first step and trust that God is going to hold you through it and like, yes. put you on the next step as well. And then, you know, one day slowly you might just realize that, hey, you are actually already loving these people, you know, because your actions show you that you love them and yes. therefore it might be easier for you to then do more or to say something or to, to just change, change, change the way that it has always been. So, Amen. yeah, that's just an that's encouragement so good, that I can have. That's yeah, yeah so I mean... I, it's I, a, it's I a personal to, story. I want to add on to yeah. that. Like what you're saying is so true because sometimes when we, when we, <clears throat> excuse me, when we come to, you know, loving people, when we think about that and talk about indifference and all that, sometimes we we have this vision of like, oh, um, does it mean that I have to straight away, you know, hug this person <laughs> and care for this person and like give mm. them a thousand dollars or something? I no, it's yeah. nothing like that. I think what you say yeah. is so true. It starts with baby steps. It just starts with taking one step at a time. You know, maybe for some of us, we have never spoken to some per- so and so. You know, maybe in mm. in church or or even in your small group. I have no idea. Um, yeah. what the context maybe, but. Maybe God is challenging you to just start talking, start asking mm. questions, start asking how this person is. Or maybe for the others of you, could be even just extending help or, or taking this person out for a meal and, and, yeah. and just starting with one single step that will lead to another step. And yeah. um, I just want to say that in order to love well, we need to receive love well first. Mm, so true. Yeah. We need to receive love well before we can truly uh, give love well. Um, right. and, and it really comes from the perspective of us between God and yeah. how much we understand he, His love yeah. for us, His forgiveness towards us. Yeah. Uh, and that's the reason why you would read, you know, um, when Jesus went to a Pharisee's house for, for dinner, for supper or something like that, mm. and, and, and they said this lady, this sinner woman, woman who's a sinner, came in and washed his feet. And, and then Simon the Pharisee was like, if he only knew who this woman was, he wouldn't allow her near him. And yeah. Jesus responded with the parable of the debt collector, you know, and, um, and how this person cancelled the debt on the other. And Jesus responded by saying, for the person who is forgiven much, loves much. Mm. But the person who is forgiven little, loves little. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think this is such a, a, a crucial passage to tell yeah. us, the only reason why we can love well and love more is when we understand that we have been forgiven. Amen. Much. Yeah. Yes. 
so good pasture and also I, I mean beyond that I'm also remembering that you know um I'm also remembering incidents of, of people who are very close to me now that actually I didn't like, you know, in like when we first met, like, you know, maybe bad you know, or whatever. But then, you know, what has, what has changed is that because we sat down mm-hmm. to talk and we sat down to listen to each other, yes. you know, and I'm just reminded that every time you hear a story of somebody, right, yeah. once you hear the story of somebody, you cannot hate that person. You yes. cannot dislike that person because you get a better understanding of why mm-hmm. the person is like that. You know, and I think whether or not it's in the community, whether it's a church friend, a believe, a friend who's a believer, or even a non-believer, you know, I think that has helped in us in a lot of our relationship. And maybe that's a very practical step for somebody listening out here today who is struggling in a in a relationship with a, a friend. You know, you know, maybe that's just right. invite that person out. You know, we can go out now, thank God. You know, and just have a conversation with that person. Come without judgment. Come even maybe come without expectations, and yeah. let God surprise you at where He could take your relationship with the other person too, you know. That's right. Yeah. And, and I want to add, um, push that a bit further for mm. not just individuals, but even for small groups in, in churches, mm. in our church, uh, in our context yeah. as well. You know, let's look at Jesus and how he bridged the divide. That he, mm. imagine this, he is God and he's the son of God. He's the son mm. of man. And John 1, 14 says that he be, the word, who, his God became flesh. That someone who is eternal and divine would come down and relate to humanity who is yeah. we we who are broken, we who are undeserving or ill-deserving, he would come and be with us, imperfect, a perfect God wanting to be with imperfect people mm. and just to be with the people and understand and empathize what we go through. And that is Jesus. That is such a beautiful picture. Yeah. And he's telling us, come, follow me, be like me. Right. How am I bridging that gap? And I think for us as a community of faith or believers, that's the best way that we can love people is to be like yeah. Jesus. You yeah. know, um, what if I say today the person that some there are some people that you know we don't really naturally gravitate to that we are not mm. comfortable with. What if that kind of people walk into your small group today? Yeah. How are you going to respond? Mm. How are you going to love on them? How are we going to be like Christ in that yeah. moment? And and it's not easy. It's never easy. But it, like yeah. what we said, it really takes one step at a time. And mm-hmm. like how I ended the message last week, I said, you know, imagine if, if the small group, if our small groups were to love unconditionally, mm-hmm. how beautiful that would be. How beautiful yeah. that would paint off a picture to the world, to people around us, that mm-hmm. we are followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's about God. It's about loving others about loving god and loving others and showing the world how how great our god is how good jesus yeah. is through the way that we love one another yeah yeah, yeah that's so good pastor and yeah i know just as to as we as we wrap up this conversation you know uh we did a mentimeter on like words to describe hate and like wow we got so many responses but guys you know as there are many ways to describe hate you know there's going to be even more ways to describe love because our god is a god of love right and Let's thank Man, God for yeah. that, you know. And yeah, maybe Pastor, before as we wrap up, could you pray for us? Could you pray for our sure. congregation and pray sure. that we will love the people around us? Yeah. Yeah. Come, let's pray. Mm. Father, we, we thank you, Lord, for your word, that your word is alive and relevant for us today. Mm. 
And Lord, we just speak over every individual that is listening in. We know that we all have different struggles that we go through. And Lord, we know that as people who are imperfect and broken, there will always be differences. There will always be tension and struggles in relationships that we go through. But Lord, let us not look towards that and focus on that. Help us to focus on you and how you love us and how you've forgiven us and how your grace is sufficient for us. That you, a perfect God, would come and die for us and and, and sacrifice yourself for us because you love us. That you would give your life up because you care and love us so much. And I pray Mm. that as we focus in, as we remain in you, Jesus, and abide in you and stay connected to you, that we will be able to bear much fruit, the fruit Mm. of the Spirit that is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, Lord, that Mm. when we interact with others, even though we may be different, that we will be able to look through the lens of how mm. you would look at them as someone that you would love. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity that we can represent you on this earth. And we mm. pray, God, let the kingdom of heaven be established on this earth. Let us yeah. not function as how things would be in, in the normal current state of affairs, you know, whether it's how the society is, but let us live on a different mm. level where we are carrying mm. you, Lord Jesus, your presence wherever we go, the love of, of God upon our lives as we love the people around us and and help us holy spirit um, Mm. to love every individual that we meet within our lives lord that we would take that single step whatever step it is that you are speaking to us about that person that you're putting in our hearts right now that we Mm. will continue to take one step at a time to love them better because of how you've loved and forgiven uh, so we thank you, Father. May we grow in our individual lives. May we grow as small groups. May we grow as the church. That when you say, when we love one another, the world will know that we are your disciples. And mm. people will see Jesus more than anything else. We thank Amen. you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Wow, thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much for just sharing and just um, being so authentic and vulnerable with us and for you guys listening out there you know really you know as pastor was praying was saying that one person in your mind right now i'm pretty sure as pastor was praying that one person came to your mind take that step that can we encourage you just take that small step text that person you know just send something to that person and yeah if anything um you would like us to know or you would like someone to hear you out and, and listen you know just uh, DM us on Instagram at uh, the YYP Instagram page which is yyp.grace or if you're an RH listener uh, if you're from RH you can also do it on the RH Instagram page and yeah we, we would love to hear from you we would love to sharpen each other together you know, towards Christ now That's right. yeah. so thank you so much for being here with us today Pastor John and for you dear listeners uh, we will see you in the next episode stay safe is that Thanks, the right way to thank you for hosting <laughs> Bye. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> if you have been blessed by this, you will do us a huge favor when you click subscribe and share this with others. Thank you and have a great day. We love you and we can't wait for you to join us again in the next episode. See you soon. <laughs>